Hello, welcome back to the Muscle and the Hustle podcast. Yes, the king has returned. I am back. Sorry about the gravelly voice. Struggling. Struggling with uh, tonsillitis at the moment. Tony is in Seleucia. I'm in Bangor. It's raining. It's fucking storms. Is it bad back home? Is it snowing? It's not snowing, Tony. I would have said snowing. said it's raining and it's storming. Tony... Somebody said to my dad the other day it was snowing during the week. Could have been, could have been, here, it could have been doing anything in your eye. Yeah, true. Lightning, thunder. Thunder, lightning, but once again, Tony is sunning himself while I'm holding down the fort for the muscle and hustlers. Keeping the, the muscle. The needed a wee touch. Eh? The Caribbean needed a wee touch. It did, I. It did. It did. Now, Dubai was getting all the, the Tony McAlevey show. Now he's in the Caribbean. Where next, Tony? You know, where next? This is what I want to know. Where next? Hey, I'm going home for a couple of weeks. Oh, fuck God. How are you going to survive that, eh? I'm looking forward to it. I, can't, I, enjoy, I enjoy home just as much as I wear. Uh, <laughs> home for a couple of weeks. Dubai for a couple of weeks and then I think I'm going to go stateside for a while Jesus Christ there you, I'm it's sure some of the listeners are just shaking their heads now going fucking hell flabbergasted Tony I'm not going to lie to you you have the life of it why you have the life of it what part of America are you thinking I'm thinking the west coast go to Vegas in the end of February <laughs> right so where about where else in the West Coast? Don't I? Some time off. Well, yeah, you'll take out in Vegas, all right. Um, where else in the West Coast? San Francisco would be good for you. I don't know. I'm, I would like. I'd like there. I do really want to see Hawaii at some point. I'm just not sure when I want to go, but I want to go for a month or two. To Hawaii? Yeah, I really just want to see for a month. Like. Well, everywhere I go, I try and go for a couple of weeks because I see I can't take like if I'm if I'm in the Say I'm in the Vegas in the West Coast for a month. Yes, I'm still working probably sixteen or probably sixteen to twenty of them days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so you really won't be going to Vegas for a month. Don't go to Vegas for a month. I'm not going to Vegas for a month. Fucking hell. In general. Aye. Um, San Francisco suit you, I think. LA so be too much. LA be too, too much feeler. I don't think I'd like it, but like for example, like my ones where I guess it looks like you'd like already, but try still whenever I landed here on Monday night. Oh, where do you, let's uh, go. go I ahead. all day Tuesday, Wednesday, oh, Thursday. So uh, I've yeah. got my sister's wedding off. I'm off the weekend here, but I'll be back uh, into work tomorrow. Oh, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna wa- are you going to work from the Sun Lounger? That's well here. I might just have to. God, it's hard. Yeah, you know, it's hard. You know, all them people, they're in their nine to fives and their offices, and then you're a kilt over there in St. Lucia on the Sun Lounger. You know, fuck you, Mickey. I fucking worked three jobs for fucking years. You, do you count in JD Sports there? The harder you work, the luckier you get. I worked fucking. There's stages where I. Somebody wrote me the other day about savings, right? Um, this is a prime <laughs> example of how I was actually able to save money. There were stages where I was working 6 p.m. at night to 8 a.m. in the fire service and driving straight to the beach to work 10 to 6 and then going straight to the fire service. And if I was unlucky and was up all night with fire, I just had to roll straight through it was grim as fuck but there was stages there where the hours I should have been sleeping I was fucking working so it probably just compounded over time so I feel like I've, I've done a good shift and now it's time to ease off he's off at what 26 years old <laughs> 26 what is he 25 is the biggest grind of my life you're, you know what you're, you know what you are lucky lucky nobody needed saved in the water why because you were fucking probably half dozing Right, drown, right or wrong. Burned alive while I was working. No, burned alive. Now you've been on the ball. I'm thinking about in around circa twelve o'clock when you're on the beach after working the whole night. That's why there's three of us. I was in charge, which is hilarious. <laughs> I can imagine that. I'll, A lot of caffeine. I'll Mitch Buchanan run about in the Baywatch shorts. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> old Mitch. Mitch giving orders from the from the deck. <laughs> Playing the oh, theme tune every time Christ. you just need to get off the thing. I'll be ready. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! The the midget version maybe. Oh, uh, the stump match. So uh, how was the wedding, Tony? Good. Look good. Joe, what? 
it was, I was like, oh, do you, do you want to laugh? So I, it must have been 30 seconds into the wedding, right? So I, I said I'd do, see, the videographer and the photographer here was about, I think it was about two, three grand or something, something mental. Yeah. And shot, obviously my ones aren't fucking ex, like loaded. So I, so Sean asked me, would I just take a couple of photos? But when somebody asks, like she asked me to take the photos and a wee bit of video, I was like, I'm not going to half or shoot completely. Like I'll just shoot, I'll just do all like as much as I can. Yeah. So mom and dad practically enjoyed the wedding and I practically just was full-time photographer and videographer. But uh, I mean, she was coming down the, uh, the like the Iowa da, like, do you know, like the walk up, do you know, the, yeah. the, the, the way you do that, like walk. And they came right beside me. So I crouched to get like a sweeping angle. And, and this is bur- literally You burst the treasure. In the minute. Burst them clean, clean, <laughs> clean. You could see my arse. I'm not even joking. I was that hot that morning. I, I literally was like, well, they wearing boxers. And oh, I was like, Joe, shit. This is a rent. I, I, I was like, no, it's a rent at Tux because I was like, I'm not going to wear no boxers if it's not mine. So I was right, I'll put on boxers. So I put on a pair of like black, like black and navy or black, they're like black and red Calvins. Um, I mean, no joke. I'm glad no photos from the back because my arch just hanging out. Nothing you could do. So after that, I was just standing there with the camera being like, right, well, it was a wee rip. And then every time I moved more, it just started ripping more. It's just, it it was not ideal. Like, but uh, yeah, the wedding was lovely. Do you know what? It actually, now this, each to their own. But I actually really, really found it far more about the bride and groom. I know a wedding day is like that, but it was very much, Joe, there's nobody else to talk to. Like whenever we were there, like there's only the five of us. So you're talking to the bride and groom. Whereas, uh, if my sister was getting married at home, I don't even think I would get really chatting there. Yeah, it's tight. Ty- it seems weddings seem very tiring for the bride and groom because they have to speak to well, so they have to speak to every guest, but they have to spend time every guest. And it's like technically, if you have two hundred people there, you're, you're fucking just doing the rounds the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like I know personally, for me, I wouldn't want a big wedding now. Obviously, every like the marriage thing. Obviously, the bride probably caused majority of this, but at the same time. I think it's not worse than paying for grub that people that don't even really speak to. Like, oh, well, that, that's 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 my big that's my big issue. <laughs> I my issue. I always say this: if you wouldn't bring them out for lunch, what's the point putting a plate of eighty pound dinner in front of them? Ninety pound dinner. Mental. And the thing is, like, I'm this mum goes to me like, oh, if you got married and all, like, you'd have would you be inviting like aunties? No, I go, it's no fuck. I don't talk to any of them. Aye. How the fuck would I buy them dinner? Why would I bring them like? I speak. I don't even speak to the majority of my outside family. Maybe once a year. So I was like, I'm not gonna actually. Doesn't make any sense. Like to me, it's one of them things. But she goes, oh, you sort of out of like, you know, you just sort of have to do like that. Like, yeah, it's a, it's the Irish thing. thing. It's like the Irish thing. Oh, you have to. It's just the done thing. And you're like, well, no, it's she not. Goes, but, but you went. She goes. You went to theirs. I was because they didn't know the balls to tell me they don't talk to me. Yeah. Like Joe, I have no sweats if somebody invited me. Like. Oh well, they invited you to theirs. I don't give two fucks if they didn't want me there. I, I wouldn't go. Do you know it's one of them things where I would have a very small wedding. I found that I found it was far more romantic, more emotional. I found it very, very good as a like a the like the entire day was completely like about the bride and groom's enjoyment rather than throwing a party for everyone else. To almost to some extent. Yeah, well, that's what weddings kind of are. Weddings are normally a lot of it's yeah, a lot of it is the wedding party is to do with yourself. Yeah, but a lot of it is. To make sure everybody else is entertained, make sure everybody else is fed, make sure everybody else likes the menu, make sure everybody else like for a day that's meant to be about two people, them two people will end up worrying about everybody else. You know what I mean? It's wrong, yes. Yeah, I see it as like a, a celebration of the two people two people's families coming together and I get that. Yeah. But I almost feel like that meaning is lost because when you say a wedding, most people most people just think a rip now and a Oh, that's all it is. It's all just a fucking rip. Yeah, so to me, I don't understand. Like, that's not the point of a fucking ma- like. That's not the point of a wedding, in my opinion. No. Did you? Uh, did you cry? Me, I shed one single tear when you ripped your trousers, or, or an actual the wedding. Uh, or was, was your video? Was your videos and pictures that good that you just went? You know what? Fuck, I'm gonna have to give up the no, fitness stuff. The, they were all right, lad. They weren't fucking unbelievable. They were okay. Like they weren't. The picture of your dad and your sister. Wow. That was a good one. I thought I'd done all right. Like, no, that was a good picture. Shite. The picture of your dad and your sister was a good one. Really good one. Yeah. Did you see when I blew it on Instagram the first time and it fucking cut off Mark the groom's head? No. I had to take it down and re-upload it. 
cut off his like just showed his nose it was like a mystery man i was like this is a fucking tip like because he doesn't have instagram or facebook so i was like it looks like i'm trying to hide his identity so i had like a thousand likes and then i goes that looks so disrespectful i'm gonna take that down and re-upload it and she goes oh but you'll lose all like i was like you have two fucks i was like i'm not doing this so i can go all like two that was not even my fucking wedding i was like it's your two wedding and he hasn't got a head in the fucking photo funny something you do like hilarious typical tony it looked fine it was good on Facebook. It uploaded Instagram, no sweat, and then it just Instagram obviously decided to be a wee cunt and fucking cut his nugget off. Uh, no, but as a place, is very very nice. But the Caribbean is lovely. Uh, yeah, Caribbean is nice. The, I'm gonna be honest. There's outside the resorts and stuff like it is still very it's like fucking dangerous. Still building, you know, like a, a lot of the houses are made out of like you know like stuff that looks like sheds and stuff. Well, and they like, are it's sheds. It's, still. The thing you have to remember about the Caribbean is outside of your resort, it's a third world country. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's dangerous. Like you don't leave the resort much. You know, I I was I was in Dominican Republic a few times. Outside, like I went outside the resort, and it it was very very dangerous. Like, like very dangerous. Yes. Um, see it's one of, yeah it's one of the things where it's just a different world yeah it's a different world it's, you're you're in the resort and it's pure luxury you go out the front gates and it's it's poverty which you can you can get why people like locals would be a wee bit annoyed but also yeah. it's bringing money into their economy well it should be bringing money into their economy if their country's run on the up and up See, do you know what I find very interesting though is the fact that some of the workers, like say, like for example, like the man driving our bus yesterday, just bringing us to the top of hill, like he seemed happier than most of the tourists here, and I find that very interesting. Through the fact of like, if sometimes journal, but like I think a lot of them are happier because of the actual. I know it sounds odd, but their problems are real problems. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, probably true. You, but you're you're over there, so I take it as full of Americans at the moment. Oh, completely because Thanksgiving so the, this is their holiday so the first time I went to Dominican Republic was just straight after Christmas and it was all Americans complete, oh, complete almost Americans. completely Americans fuck yeah America's best country in the world I love the fact that they all be like whenever you're over here what part of America are you from and I'm like I'm from Ireland he's like I've never heard of it and I'm like I'm not from America. he's like god damn and I'm like, what the? F-? Like, I'd say I'm you'd like, have some what? fucking conversations with Americans. Nuri lad, Nuri, where are you from, Nuri lad? <laughs> you just wear them anywhere, them budgie smugglers. <laughs> I, mean, I went out. I went out for a swim. I went out for a swim. I went out for a swim. All right. Um, scared, it was, it was scared the fish away. The, the day before, right, and there was nobody else on the beach, and I went out. There was a red flag. Red flag on the beach means. Swim at your own discretion, right? So it was a bit wavy. Yeah. But that's well, I don't think red flag means swim at your own discretion, don't I? Does red flag mean not mean it, not don't swim because there's nobody no, watching it? No, of course, on this beach at all. So green means it's calm, yellow means it's wavy enough, and then red means they would advise against swimming. Yeah, there's no yeah. law that can stop you getting in the sea. So the thing is, like, even if I put up a red flag on the beach when I was working, you don't actually, the lifeguards would come down and go, I put up a red flag, you're not allowed to swim. They can't actually. Oh, yeah. There's no. Yeah, you it's, uh, you're advising them not to swim. Yeah, but anyway, the waves are fuck all. Anyway, they're like fucking three foot. Whenever you're back home, the no, like north coast or west coast, they're fucking like six, seven foot. They're yeah. way better. But anyway, the only crack you're getting there was with that. So I went in and he went swam on. I a good bit maybe like fucking three or four meters. And anyway, I look in and my dad's standing in these orange shorts, waving like mad. So I come swimming in, and he goes. Tony, 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 the Americans are all shouting there and the Americans are going, get in, man, get in, get in. And I'm like, right, dead on. So I come walking up the beach and they're like, dude, there's a shark out there. Look at the size of it. And I'm like, what? And then the lifeguard comes, like not lifeguard, one of the workers comes down and goes, look, shark, shark, shark. And I was like, I was like, beside that, that man's a fucking diver. He's bell ends. And then they're like, all right, we thought you were just a badass swimming with the sharks. And I was, what the fuck? Like, I was like, are you serious? A fucking whale and a shark seen together? No chance. It was so clear. He's a diver. He had a black hair, but he had a big silver backpack on him for fuck's sake. Like. Yeah. And uh, so the Americans going, you're a badass. You're swimming with sharks. And I was I just told you he was a diver. Badass, shark swimmer. And I was like, oh my God. I love your so American like, impression. <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much. It's just because they're <laughs> such a jumbery. They're from Tennessee. Uh, there's a lot of taxes here, a lot of taxes. Uh, there's 
it's just like Chicago. There's not many New Yorkers or anything, but mate, it is. It's just some of the things they do. Do you know what? They're very friendly. Do you know what? It's a foreign extra holiday with the Americans because they'll come straight. You can't stand at the bar beside one without one having a chat with you. Oh yeah, oh no, they're hundred percent. They're very, very friendly, very nice people. There's very friendly, they're very interested in other people. They they want to hear stuff. Yes, they want to hear from you. Whenever yeah. I was on the east coast of the states, it wasn't just as much like that. Well, like New Yorkers hate New Yorkers hate everybody. <laughs> if you're not from New yeah, York, exactly. you're fucking. You're no good to them, like. Yeah, whereas, like, I found in Boston or Philly or even, like, Washington, like, if you go into a pub, even for fucking a bottle of water, getting crack off the bartender because they're interested. And I find that actually very refreshing. Yeah, whereas, yeah, yeah. Joe, people, they actually ask you, like, oh, where are you from? How are you doing? What do you do? Like, they're asking you 50 questions just because they're actually, they actually want to know if you get me. It's very, it's, I actually quite enjoy it because it makes the holiday more crack for our ones because people are straight over it. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely is. They're they're very hospitable people. Like I always said, if I was ever to open a restaurant, I would try to get a lot of Americans to be my waiting staff because I think they're just super friendly when it comes to hospitality and stuff. Do you th- speaking of weddings, do you actually think we'll end up married? You'll get married. Do you think you will get married? Pfft, fuck, I don't know, Tony. Probably, yeah, 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 yeah. I think so, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a kick in the. It wasn't a kick in the arse of it before. You know, it was fucking ten weeks. Anyway, in case people don't know, but it was clearly you the wrong. Married, were you? No, no, no. Ten weeks away from the wedding, I called it off. Yeah, exactly. But it was uh, just like don't want to go into it again. But it was just like, thankfully, realized it wasn't right. But no, it wouldn't like it wouldn't. It wouldn't put me off it. You know, some people would. Would maybe be a bit scared that you know fucking if you get engaged again or you get married again, people go fuck. Here we go again. That's fucking boy. <laughs> that's yeah, boy. You only do it once, not that's, twice or three times. This boy's at it again. <laughs> that's you it. You know, again, you sort of have to go through it, but otherwise you're just you're a tease. Aye, aye, yeah. It's uh no. See, I don't know. I find it a very weird concept. Like I find it very interesting. I know it's it is a weird concept, right? And it's, I but I think it be it, the commercialization of the whole thing, the the, the it turning into a big business, it tur- and then all the businesses like spawning from it, even from from DJs, from wedding DJs to performers to like I know bands, right? Makeup, everything. Yeah, I know a band, right? I know a band that I I booked them, right? I booked them for four hundred pound. That's how much I pay them. I've booked them. I booked them at least a dozen times, maybe more. You want them to do a wedding? Sixteen hundred pound. That's how much they charge, and that's how much they get, and they've been getting it for ten years. Yeah, and I'm just thinking to myself, fucking hell, like just because it's a wedding. No, I know. I went on. I I went on holidays years ago. Stayed in a place. It was, you know, decent value. Friend of mine went on his honeymoon, stayed in the same place. He was charged an extra thousand pound. Simple reason was, he says it was for their honeymoon, and then all of a sudden, oh, there's this package and they add on a few extra wee bits of bullshit that cost about eighty quid, and you're charged all this extra money. Just like it's, it's there's a real money racket in it, and I think it takes away from the actual good side of it, like, like the way your sister did it, that was so intimate. That you know, it was just about the real thing. It was just about the wedding. It wasn't about all That's the extra me, bullshit. Yeah, it wasn't about the fucking all the madness that comes with it and all the extra expense. Like I know a lot of people got married there, like over lockdown, and we're planning weddings for two hundred and fifty, three hundred people. They ended up getting married. Oh my with, God. They ended up getting married with forty people or fifty people, whatever it was, when there was still a bit of restrictions. And like when you speak to them now, they're like, I would not have changed the thing. But they were worried the whole time. And they're like, like the amount of money we save that we're gonna go towards our first home or our first family car or it's going into an account for our child for for yeah. college. You know, they're looking at it going like, like that day cost you Oh fuck twenty to thirty grand Ugh, mate. But then you get money back, don't you? Like you're probably. Out yeah, but of you can't. You can't think about it that way. But you know, people do. Pe- certain people, people do think about it that way. 
certain people do think about that way, but you can't really like like a, a thirty grand, thirty plus grand wedding's normal now. Like easy, but the thing is, Joe, it's nuts. Is like that is a year's wages for most people. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, the average wage in the UK is what in around about twenty three to thirty grand. I think twenty two and a half. Twenty two and a half. I think it's the average. And you're above average yeah. once you go inning over twenty five. Then, which is fucking nuts and that's yeah. with inflation it doesn't change but it's one of the things where I think it's very interesting like I find even like the fact like the rings are rings and not another piece because they, they don't stop you know they're full circle so it's supposed to be like they're eternal yeah I well, find sort of got quite interesting yeah in the fact who, who who's where did the idea of this come from do you know like there's not a massive origin to it do you know I find that very interesting like yeah I, I, I don't know nothing about the, I knew about the ring part That's about I mean, the circle the like the the, the circle is in unity um, but like the whole sacrament of it like the two death do us part you know a lot of people are very willing and to get go in to get married and then there's a lot of people that that get married and it doesn't work out for them and no fault of their own and they've tried everything well, to make things. Know, though, I think as they've, well, like, they've tried everything to make you, things work. Maybe, suppose you know and you know, but it's one of them things where, like, as much as people said, like people do change. Well, that's the thing; people do change, and 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 life itself changes people. Like, I'm a very, very different person than when I was when I was engaged. Like, I'm a very different person, and that's what I mean. Like, and I'm thankful that my it, mom and dad twenty versus now is is it's two different people you have to live with. Yeah, well. Like when I was when I was engaged to where I what I am now, I was a very different person. And the thing I'm thankful, you know, to take the positives out of out of a like a shitty situation is I'm a far better person now. I'm a far better human being now than what I was. Not that I was a bad human being, but just it just wasn't I was I was doing stuff that wasn't for me. I was doing everything for someone else. And it was just making not my life miserable but it was making everything I do in my life so much harder and I think as you said you know p- people that are married like I know men that are a lot older than me that are married 20 years and they're not that they're not in love with their wives they're not even friends with them you know they've just grown apart but it's just easy it's easier to stay together but like they're just like two passing ships in the night, and I'm not talking about one or two people. I know a good few couples that are like that, because people do change. Like if you met twenty five years ago, in the was twenty to say early nineties, you know, and then you, then you went through the whole recession. You went through the ups and downs of life. You went through COVID. You know, it's going to change you. It's going to mold your life. It's going to mold you as a person. And people do change and. No, that's and people aren't going to be the same. I don't think people are. Nobody can be the same after twenty years. No, like, even five, ten years. Like dynamics change too. You know, people yeah. go from like even me, twenty-one, there coming out of uni versus now two completely different people. And as much as people say, oh, some people never change. People do fucking change. Like fucking very, sure they very do. Well. I, I see it. All, I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Once coming out of the Hatfield, like probably yourself, but I didn't know you in the Hatfield. I watched the biggest balloons run about that bar like I mean for three years solid like the biggest balloons just messes morning noon and night good good people now funny people good crack but just sash heads and now three years after graduating deadly job buying their first house straight and narrow like settling down and you're looking at them going fuck you know fair play to you you know that is mighty you're just thinking back when I remember seeing you Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> then the odd weekend just going nuts, absolutely boogaloo. And now you've got a big job, <laughs> a big house, a big car, settling down, like going past you and just going, oh, hey, how's it going? You're just like, fuck. You just have to laugh, like shake your head and go. But that's dead. Like I love seeing that. I love like like some of the sash heads, girls that used to be in the Hatfield. And now they're all settled down. Some of them are engaged. Some of them are getting married. A couple of them is probably married. Uh, houses. Some of them is working up in Stormont. And you're just like, fucking hell. Like you were doing Rock the Boat in the Holy Lands four years ago. <laughs> you know. I know. Speaking of. You were doing the Harlem Shake. 
four years, oh, five years ago in the hot You know what I mean? It was just like you're looking at it going, you know, look how much you have changed in such a short length of time, like yourself. Like if someone would have said to you, oh, that boy's going to have his shit together. He's going to be splitting his time from Dubai, Marbella, going to be in Seleucia at the drop of a hat, go back to Newry to wet his whistle, and then fucking bounce away to America for a month or two. If someone says that we Tony sit up on the roof there, we sash head, was going to have a shit together. Compared to the boys that are like the like the GA heads, that are my boys, the down boys that would have been up there too. Everybody's looking. All them boys have it sussed. Them boys are still in the same wee circle. They're yeah. still, you know, they're still going to their football trains Tuesdays and Thursdays. They're still doing their shit. Whereas if people would have looked at you and went, "Oh, that guy's fucked," no, hundred percent. I think it only takes a good year or two for you to rein yourself in and you can get it there. Like I know people that are complete fucking sesh demons and then it just takes a year or two of hard work where they sort shit out and it just depends what direction you want to go and it'll just go for you. Like, yeah, I think you just need to flick the switch. Like that's, I think it actually works better because I sometimes find like, this is the thing I was talking about with that in that last podcast with the quarter life crisis. I find that funny because like, if you don't actually take out at some stage in your life, you will take out at a different stage. This is why you see people yeah. that are real, real quiet in secondary school. All of a sudden they go to uni and they're fucking lunatics. Lunatics. Yeah, everybody knows them guys. Quiet. Yeah, and then you get people who are quiet their whole life. And this will be the next thing for people around my age of 25. And people are quiet their whole life. And then there's fucking scandals galore. These people are so quiet about 30 with their marriages and mad out of shit happening because yeah. they, they need excitement because they haven't had it. I think that's where, like, if you if it's a good time and if you don't get it out of your system, then you're almost not ready. Whereas, like, I generally can't be arsed looking at drugs not because I've taken so much in such a short period. Now, I'm not saying you should do that, but I'm just saying, like, yes, if I'm almost... I've had my fun right move onwards. I think if I'd never done that, I'd almost be like, no. Yeah. Someone yeah. I must not want to go try it. And, yeah. and I think that's the reason why. Like I, like, I think as well, it's nice for people whenever you're talking about the Hatfield thing and we're seeing people go from, because you've seen like a generation, like you've seen like people move through, like you've seen like a generation of three years. Do you know where somebody goes from first year to final year and move Well, on I, I came to Hatfield in 2000, the semester starting 2014 and uh, 2015. That was my first year in the Hatfield. So I've seen, I've seen two, I'm nearly on my third generation going through uni. And you're looking at them right. now. Some nice of them boys now are like, like boys like Myler and all, winning all Ireland. I mean, Myler was a wee lad fucking running about the Hatfield text me for tickets in first year. Like he wasn't even, he yeah. wasn't even starting from home then. Like he wasn't a starting footballer for his own club. Now he's probably the best footballer in Ireland. You watch boys like that. Just like he was never, he was never sash head like, but he was just, just always one of the footballers, but one of the lads. And then you see boys like Michael McCarron and Matty Donnelly winning all Ireland's last week. You see the Donegal boys before that, the McHughes winning all Ireland's. Boys like Connor Glass going over and playing Aussie Rules. You know, you see it all. Connor McKenna coming home during his Aussie Rule breaks, and you're looking at these boys going, "Fuck!" You know, now they're all. They're all of them's flying. Shawnee from We Are Move as well. Boys they got there. No. They're just you see them coming through and then you're like, it's great to watch where they go and you know yeah, where 100%. they've come from. Because it's kind of nicer when you see where they've come from. When you see them at a younger like age. A, yeah, even from like a non-GA thing, it's nice because you're seeing and I think for a lot of people listening, like fair enough, it might not have been where you're even if you aren't uni and you're just out, I think it's nice to know that like it literally just takes like a year or two and boom, it can flick. Everything can change very, very drastically at any stage if you put in enough work. Now, now that doesn't have to be football. That can be work. That can be a relationship. That can be a yeah. family. But it gets nice because as I was saying, there's that stage where like everybody's had this listening where you're lying there at night and you're going, fuck, is my life going the direction that I want? And you're a wee bit like, panicking because time does go like you, you can't slow it down no Nobody, way time is one of the things that's go. always going to be rolling you can't stop it you can't slow it down you can't speed it up you might wish you can speed it up you might wish you can slow it down it's the one constant but it's how you that's deal it. with it's how you make use of that time no I'm not saying like exactly no and then the other thing is now people like I had this conversation the other day with, with, with a fella he's like fuck I don't know what to do in my life like, who cares a fuck? Who cares? You're 21 years old. I really enjoyed, really enjoyed that uh, Jimmy Carr podcast. Did you listen to it? It's the one with Stephen. Is it Stephen Bartlett or whatever it is? 
the and diary of a CEO. He him, yeah, he asks Jimmy. This is this is it's on TikTok. Everybody wants to see it. It's it's just a snippet. I just seen it in TikTok because I'm literally just hoking around for ideas. And Jimmy, he asked Jimmy Carr, "What's the?" Because Jimmy Carr had a lot of shit, and he's like, "Do you know the taxes oh, and all?" So like. Yeah, so like a shit show. But anyway, he asks him like because he's been a wee bit depressed and he's had a real shit show in the last couple of years. Like he, it was funny because he goes like, "We do eight out of ten cats and countdown." He goes like, "The the topic is what's the most talked about thing in the news?" And he goes, "It's shit." Whenever you're the most talked about thing in the news, yeah. he goes, we had done two years and it came up and it was like, and he goes like, "You're just waiting for a cast member to make a joke and then you to go shit." And he goes, "It just happened and there's nothing you can do." But they turn around and they ask him. Like, what is the meaning of life now that you've had thing? And he just goes five words and he just goes, enjoying the passage of time. And he yeah. goes, that's literally it. He just goes, you can enjoy it by being really successful, whatever. But he goes, if you cannot enjoy each and every moment, he goes, you're literally wasting your life because he goes, you're like, he goes, and it's very, like, I went in through, I listened through interviews and he's like, everything from having a sing along with music in the shower to making a cup, you should actually be enjoying that because there are minutes you're never getting back. And I actually find that enjoying the passage of time very, very good because it's not about, oh, I need to go to A, I need to go to B. It's about yeah. enjoying the journey. You can't just, yeah, exactly. It's not about like, he's like, yes, and you need to work hard for something, but at the same time, you have to enjoy it. Like, there's no point in you slogging away, saving all your money, investing it, working a job you fucking hate to live a financial life of freedom at 45 because you gave up 20 years and not enjoyed that. So I actually find it very good that it's like almost like a balanced approach. And I just think that in terms of time, it was something that, I, do you know when you hear something like, I've yeah. never heard that and I find that yeah. very good. Here's one that came up to me the other day. I must be on Instagram, I don't know. What is more important, the journey or the destination? And then the sure, reply the, was the, the company. The death. The company. Don't I? The company. It's not the, that's, it hits you right in the heart, the soul. Yeah, I quite like that. It is a good one, but it's true. We talk about it all the time about your circle. You know, we talked about the yeah. amount of people that's used what we said about keeping your circle tight. And the amount of people that, it's the one thing I think from the podcast that a lot of people took from, is like, you don't need 60 fucking close friends. Because out of that 60, when you really think about it, you need a couple. You just need a couple. You can have as many friends as you want, but your circle is your circle, and your circle is the thing that's going to um, you know, have a bigger impact in your life. And then they're the people that oh, goes understand. in your journeys. You know, the wee journeys and the big journeys and everything in between. You, know, you think about 100%. it. They're the ones that stand. They're the ones that stand by you during the shit. You know, when the shit hit. You know, like everybody fucks up. You know, when you fuck up and you're like, who can I call? Jeez, I can't call anybody. You have always that one person you can call when things, like, things go really awry. Or about to go awry. Who will you call? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, mostly. Ghostbusters in the cinema at the minute. Go and watch it. I think though, yeah, I completely I completely agree. But that's a that's that saying as well. It's just like obviously like it's a case of whenever you break it down, you look at it. It's it's not just the qual it's the quality of people around you, it's not the quality. And I think it's just that case of yeah, as you get older, that naturally just happens. So like you just sort of start wising up. You start going from looking at people's approval to realizing it doesn't really matter. And then slowly over time you, you just sort of grow into who you really are. Cause I don't know if anybody else knows this, but whenever you're younger, you can tip people you actually think are cool or popular. I wouldn't know yeah. You almost start using words they use. You almost act like they do. You dance like them, and then before you realize it, you you don't actually know who you are. But so I think you just slowly grow into that. That's why, like, when people like me, like, I don't even know who I am. Like, you'll that will just come in time. That's why you'll notice people in like their their thirties, their forties. You get older, you get more content because you know more and more who you are as a person. You get more confident. Hundred percent. And it's not thing. fake confidence. It's not this fake confidence that people are doing. For Instagram and shit, putting up a million selfies and fucking, you know, they're and then when you see them out, their heads are down, they're slumped over, and you're just like, there's no confidence there, you know. But then you see someone who's sussed it. They're normally in their like in their thirties. They've sussed it, and they're just like chest out, head up, like nothing can. I'm unflappable, like I'm fucking. I'm a, it's a breeze, you know. Even the hard stuff's a breeze now because. I know how to deal with it and the small hurdles and the major hurdles you'll contend with it and you'll fix them whereas 
when when you're young and you're putting out the persona where you think everything's sussed when the small wee speed bumps come along at the end of the world. Now I notice a lot of a lot of like people that give this persona out that they've got it all sussed, and then when the small wee thing happens, it's like oh end of the world, end of the world. Can't deal with it. Can't deal with it. They'll put it away. I'll quit uni. I'll fucking quit my job. I'll do that. You know, making rash decisions. Instead of just thinking it out and, you know, everybody's in a hurry to grow up. As you said, you know, people don't know their identity, but it just comes. You know, you find it. You know, but as you, you know, people do take on the identity of their friends, which is really weird. You'll see friends groups that are just clones of each other. They dress the same, they act the same, they talk the same, yeah. they walk the same. You notice that especially you're in that like 15 years because there's a group of people oh, walk by you and you're like, fuck me, they're all got perms. They're all the same. Oh, like, I, what the fuck? Oh, my perms and North Face jackets. You see it all the time. I see it every day, banger. Just when they're walking down towards the beach, groups of five, six lads, and you're like, geez, you could be the same person. You could be brothers. And then there's always that one boy. That doesn't look like any of them And you're like He's probably the one uh, And people look at him and go oh, He's the He's the, the outcast But he's probably the one Who's got his shit together Even more He doesn't need to wear The same clothes as other boys He doesn't need As you said The curly hair He's just Going with the flow Happy enough But yeah Yeah It's a weird out fucking thing though Like I just find that very important Like see when I was talking about that That's the one I got a lot of feedback on last week Because it was just like They were like expand on the midlife stuff Because I just dived in it slightly But I yeah. just think That's a nice way to put it Like you're It's going to be how does your confidence grow I think You just need to let it just Let it grow naturally Like do you Do what you enjoy Be committed to whatever you like And just work hard And slowly over time You just sort of develop into who you are As a person yeah. that's You can't really fake it till you make it Like you can't fake it till you make it. But the problem is I if know, you start if you start believing the fake and think you have made it, that's where yeah, the issue exactly. lies. Like when I first started DJing, it would have been fake it till you make it. No, I was shit scared. Like I was fucking shit myself every every gig. But you can't let on you're shitting yourself. So you fake it till you make it, but I knew I hadn't made it. So it continued to work, work, work. You know, it's just when you when you start believing your own bullshit. And believe in your own fuckery. That's where the problem lies. You know, you're 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 giving out this persona that you've made it. Do you see boys on Instagram firing money about them fake Rolexes, fake this, fake that, fake Gucci head to toe? And you're like, you're believing you you've cracked it. But what you, you what you aren't doing, what you what you aren't realizing is you haven't even close to cracking it, and it's all gonna come down around you. No, you, you want like, people to think you've made it. You want people to think you're this successful person. You want people to think you've loads of money. But really, there's probably a lot of turmoil going on in your life that you need to address. You know, the £500 you may have spent on that fake Rolex could have went to maybe pay your staff or could have went to maybe pay off a debt or could have went, you know, could have went somewhere else. You, know, you don't need a, You don't need a Rolex to make yourself look successful. But a lot, But sadly, a lot of people... A lot of people do do that. Now, they're a nice watch. All for it. Buy a fake Rolex. Grand. But don't buy it for the reason to make it look like you're better than the next person because the downfall is coming. You know, you, you can't keep it up forever. You know, people know... Yeah, like, people scary. know you're not walking about with a 30 grand watch. Like, it's, it's not hard to fucking go... He's wearing a pair of 40 quid... Goddies and a thirty grand watch. You know, just yeah, like nobody you're, unless you're balling, you're not wearing a, a, a massive Rolex like that. You know. Well, the thing is, too, if you are, it's a, it's a bad financial decision. Do you know, it's one of them things where, like, it, I, there's just some people walking around with fuck all, but like, a really if you're wearing it, it's a financial, it's a bad financial decision. But if you're collecting them, it's not. Yeah, exactly. But it's one of them ones where it's like. I think it's you know people buy stuff to impress other people. It's like the reason most people get Lamborghinis isn't because they love them or they love driving them. Because I drove one, it's fucking terrible. It's because they're like, oh well, people will look at me like, look at this or yeah. And this is what I'm talking about in Dubai because I I remember chatting to a man in, in one of the beach clubs before, and like he was like, oh, I just bought it because it looks cool. Like and I know people like them, and I was sort of going like, that's the worst thing ever because you should have bought it because you enjoy it. Like yeah, that's why like whenever I was deciding between like I was deciding between yo know, like tr like trucks and cars. 
and I was looking at like I know you land there was a stage where like people around me were like oh like what do you what's the price for it blah, blah. and everybody go and get a get a second hand G wagon get wagon and see where I went down to view it again many people that were like bad G oh G wagon inside it would depress you it's like fucking Auschwitz in, yeah like and anyway I yeah exactly so I went down and looked at one and the like like and yes it was fine and people were going to be fuck that's unreal and I was going I fucking don't like this at all like I born as shit inside it like but yet there's a real thing about it though where if you drive one you're like the fucking boy so I was like no I would only buy this because of that reason I went and looked at like another like a real I looked at another car I looked at an Audi R8 and I was like no this is this is too much money on a car for where I am I'm at like there's no yeah like I can have this but I was like there's no need for me to actually buy this the Raptor the Raptor's nicer than two cars anyway yeah, but it was one of the things where I was like, oh, people, Joe, in your mind, you're almost getting caught up in that, like, oh, this is nicer. And it goes from like, like 50, 70, like it was going very, very high money. Anyways, and I was just like, there's no need for this. Like, it's going to drive yeah. you from A to B. And What's the same? All of a sudden, yeah. you, get tra- you get trapped in that, you know, that, that thing of you're working a job to pay for a car to drive to work. Now, I wouldn't even be doing that because I work in my fucking sister's office, but a case of. <laughs> It was my sister's bedroom that made shift in an office, but yeah. in case of, it's funny because like it's very easy to get caught in that. As much as oh, it's, it's easy to say that now, people do a close all the time. Easter is now by like that's the reason like soon I got the fake Balenciagas. Like it's the same as you're saying about Rolex. Like the thing is, I could not justify paying seven or fifty per fifty pound for a pair of tracks. Yeah, well, I have a pair of Balenciagas, and the only reason I bought them was because. I I set myself goals for every song I take out, and I say. What ones did you get? I have the triple S. They're fresh. Yeah, so I've had them a right. Well, I've only worn them like five or six times. Um, so I set myself a target of when I hit a certain target in the song, I'll I'll treat myself to an extravagant gift. But that's because that's that's reward work and reward. Yeah. that's that's smart as well. Like I've heard of people buying cars themselves to make themselves work harder to actually oh, to, that, to, to pay for pressure. it. Yeah, exactly. So that's understandable, but it's yeah. different between actually motivating yourself, but or like Joe, like that's the way I would have worked things as well. Like I'd be like, All right, well if I nail this quarter or do this or put on this much weight, I'll take a week off and book Vegas or go here. Yeah. And I think that's smart though because it's self it's 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 work and reward if you don't reward yourself yeah you're just working you're for nothing you die you could die yeah, fucking you're... work uh-huh. just working like that's that's the thing with the songs like so the the balenciagas was one of them the one before that was a gucci scarf which i fucking never gucci wore <laughs> i don't know why tony tony i don't know why i wanted a gucci scarf mate um i was completely influenced you know what it was i was in dublin a couple of years ago and there was a guy wearing a Gucci scarf and Brown Thomas and I looked at him and I went that's a fucking lovely scarf (laughs) (laughs) I want that scarf and then I realised that I didn't even know how to tie a scarf I never wore a scarf before bought the scarf anyway regardless lovely scarf no it's just I've wore it maybe once or twice Um, see I, I I tend to just roll in things like I buy something like that like see the way like if I buy something dear I just fucking start wearing it because I know rightly otherwise I'll never do it so it's one of them things where and I do what you definitely know what this is like with the scarf and so does people listening there's nothing worse than when you see somebody like that and then you buy it and it's dear like I don't know if I pull this off but and there's two types of people there's people that put it to the back of the cupboard yeah and there's people who just run with it and I I you obviously put it to the back cupboard I run with it and usually I get slagged to death like you with the glass remember the seafood glasses I still have them I still love them oh they're disaster but I love them do you know what I mean I really like uh, I know well, they, did, the they didn't they not suit you yeah but it's one of them things where when you wear them you're like oh you're putting oh, yourself out there like this. yes that's what I mean the same with the Gucci scarf but oh it's one of things where the overall point of that is quite good though but I think see when you do things like that I think that pushes your confidence a little bit I know it sounds all oh yeah yeah it does but, but it like, makes you drive it makes you drive on like for this the song that came out see your face hit my goal hit my goal faster than I've ever hit it before 8 days 100,000 streams never had that before like my quickest 100,000 <laughs> streams was like what was it the quickest 100,000 streams was probably 5 or 6 weeks yeah and did, that's 8 days did it 8 days fast. Uh, so going to America in the do you new get any year. money for that like does Spotify give you money uh, Tony 
it wouldn't even pay for the taxi to the airport. Would you get like for a hundred thousand streams? Would you get fifty quid? No fucking way. No. Um, I would say about twenty five dollars less, maybe. So about sixteen quid. <laughs> I don't know. Holy! And it's getting worse. It's actually probably less now because they did change the terms. They got worse. Um, but that's fucking nuts. Nuts, nuts. But um, I don't know what the seals are like. The seals are pretty good in America. Got on the charts in America, so the seals have to be kind of good there. So it might make a couple of pounds of that, but not once again. It might buy me a couple of pints in the airport. It's not going to pay for a flight anywhere. But <laughs> I'm going. To, I'm going to America in January as a treat. And what no, days? and no, you're not. No, no, I'm not telling you. Oh, you know who your real mates are. I'm going East Coast. What part of Miami? No, no, no. I'm going to New York. Oh, fucks. Going to New York. Middle of January. For what, a couple of nights? Five, maybe. You need to be going. It's a lot. It's about six, seven hour flight, isn't it? It's a piece of piss. Twenty drive fucking two and a half hours to fucking gigs. <laughs> yeah, no, but still, it's fucking... Seven hour flights along that hall, man. No, that's simple. Easy. Easy work, that's what I say. Just same as, same way as when I used to go to movies. When I used to go to the gym, when I used to get onto the squad rack, I used to always say to myself, easy work. I always say focus. Focus. Me focus. Do you? <laughs> what about the Joe Rogan? The Joe Rogan's the best one. <laughs> They're saying when you're going for a PB or going to do something like really you no know, big in the gym, he goes, you got to get in the mindset that if you don't lift this weight, someone in your family's going to die. <laughs> Jesus Christ That's and, he go, good luck. and he's like No It's like He talks about you ever see the phone Cliffhanger Where he's holding on To the girl's hand And the glove comes off Yeah He goes You gotta think of it like that He goes If you fucking let go She's dropping And he goes That's where The zone that I get into When I'm one when I, And I'm like Jesus, You're going a wee bit Too far there Joe But I, I get it <laughs> I get what you're guess, doing It's not life or death she- If you get this Bench press up But I can see I what pace. you're doing. I pace and say the same word repeated. Focus, focus, focus. Constantly for maybe 30, 40 seconds until it kicks in. Do you ever try and the nose, the again. smells, smelling salts? Yeah, smelling salts are fine. But the problem is with smelling salts, once you start using them, you sort of end up using them flat out. Do you know what I mean? I've never, I've never used them. Used to be a boy in the gym, Shane Mulgrew, massive lifter from Oma. Well, just from outside Oma. Um, They're proven to help because they do give you more oxygen, so they will help you lift more. But the problem is, then you're going to need them for like every fucking set. What's it do? It opens your nasal passages or something, does it? It opens up your airways so you take in more oxygen. So oh, like right. it, it like helps expand your airways so you can't take in more more oxygen. And then that helps with Joe yeah. fucking oxygen in the blood to make the muscles work and stuff. So it does help with like it does help with performance I'm almost 99% sure because you will notice if you try small salts just be very careful if anybody buys them because they come in like strength and you'll think oh wake's not that strong a wake blows the fucking lid clean off you aye I smell you hold them you don't hold them to your nose you hold them like chest height like a nipple height yeah because anybody less than be like smelling salts get me more reps and you'd be fucking black we'll have 850 people black and out fucking Paul Lahern Paul Lahern Paul Lahern will be putting it into his pre-workout so it's fucking yeah. He doesn't need anymore. He's fucking calf. Oh, he's caffeine mad. No chance. Not good. Not good. Not good. I'm I, not a caffeine mom. Put I'm, down I'm the caffeine, Paul Lohan. Yeah, that's it. I, I, for anyone less than that, is just be careful. The pre workouts, the fucking my caffeine. Then people be double scooping. I see somebody double scooping pre workout the other day, and they drink two tins of Monster during their workout. I don't get this whole drinking I mean, the Monster during your workout. Is this a new cool thing to do? This is something that people are doing, and it makes fuck all sense because yeah. you shouldn't be drinking caffeine during your session. No, dehydrate. no, it dehydrates you. Yeah, I, that's the thing I always stupid as fuck. Yeah, and caffeine, caffeine. Your your body only digests right on average. Now every slightly different. You've at usually about two hundred fifty to three hundred milliliters every fifteen minutes of liquid. So if you're necking a five hundred milliliter tin of Monster, it's taking half an hour to digest or to get through your stomach. Yeah, and then it's taking maybe ten minutes, five minutes getting bloodstream. So you're talking your session's nearly done. It's about 35, 40 minutes in. Maybe by the time you say you finish that tin, fifteen minutes. In, say you finish that tin just before your session. Yeah, 
35, 40 minutes another session, your caffeine's really giving you a lift now. And that's fair enough, that will help with fatigue at the end. But realistically, you want to be taking your pre workout like 10, 15 minutes before you work out. Yeah. So, like, that's the time you want to be taking it. Like, you don't want it. Now, there is this real issue, though. See if you take it and there's traffic or something. Oh, why? You're going to fucking shit yourself in the car. So, I would usually advise taking it, then doing a slight warm up and then kicking in. Yeah, that's and what I, that's what I would have done. Yeah, that's the, that's the perfect way to do it. Whereas, if you're trying to tend a monster, you're actually asking for an injury because you're getting overstimulated yeah. late in the workout. You're fatigued. And on top of that, the entire session, you've been dehydrating yourself with large amounts of caffeine, which make fucking no sense. Yeah. Yeah. If I, don't, I see it all the time, boys doing it and rain, rain or kind of. I know Rain's got a bit of BCAAs in it, but it's still, there's fucking shit ton. uh, It's shit ton. But then some people love fucking, some people love drinking them during, like as an intra. I used to to drink BCAAs all the time and go, fuck, you can't go to the gym with your BCAAs. There is no research. No no research. Nada. It's all complete wank. Optin Nutrition made BCAAs popular back in the day. It's because Steve Cook was running about a tub fucking getting paid hundreds of thousands. Ah, oh, Steve Cook, what a guy. Anybody in fucking incredible shape was getting shoveled money like a fucking wheelbarrow into them. Promote this, say this is needed. It came out of nowhere. And it was one of these things where uh, I remember somebody going to like a I remember somebody going to like a sports conference and they put up like research to back supplements and like right at the top it was a creatine. Behind it was like whey protein. Behind that was EAs, and like sooner you looked down the list, like BCAs were down the very bottom. Like it just don't yeah. get me wrong, they're not complete. They're just one of these things where, if I probably have spent no joke, I would say five six hundred pound of my lifetime on BCAs, if not more. And I think it's even whenever like companies like is it Noco and stuff like. Now don't get me wrong, they they, they almost promote that the BCAs is the main thing, but there's no like just yeah. change that the EAs and you'll actually promote. Help. Yeah, like that will actually be a good drink, but all you need to do is just swap that around. But the thing is, like that's where it, it. I don't know. I just feel like that's not a cutting edge company. It's like it's running now. I'm not slandering anybody, but it's one of the things where it. You be smart what you're buying. Like, yeah. actually think is this is this like energy drink? Is it an energy drink? Look, it's fucking normal as a fucking energy drink. Do you know what? Yeah, you're diabetic. You need to go from low to high, but it's not something you would want to be knacking in the gym. Like. There's supplements that are designed for this, and then there, there's look, there's two brands of supplements. There's supplements that are designed to help you, and there's supplements that are made up bullshit to help the company keep running. Uh, Bulgarian Tribulus. Yeah, Tribulus. Tribulus. This natural test boost to the my protein cell. It's probably fucking piss in a fucking tub. I don't know what the fuck it is. I was going to say Ben Francis is spunking tablets, but he owns Gymshark. <laughs> that's why I started there. It was like, it's obviously not going to be his spunk because he's Gymshark. So why would his, his spunk, his spunk might be worth a lot of money. I'd say if they were putting that in the capsule, <laughs> people would be Actually, buying it. Yeah, great. People would be putting it inside themselves to get a fucking share of Gymshark. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is. Well, that, that Bulgarian Trivialist one's a fucker, whatever the fuck it is. That one's been going about for years. Yeah. That is a load of pish. Did you buy a top of that? Because I bought a top of that. There used to, there used to be a, a supplement shop in Belfast. It was a chain, but it was based. It was a Lithuanian company. It was called... Uh, Supplement shoppy or something like that, and they used to give you a free tub of it. And I remember taking it and thinking, "This is just gonna be a game changer." Clearly, yeah. It used to I make think- it used to make me fucking. After the capsules would dissolve, it was a real peppery taste in your mouth. It was fucking rotten. Fucking they were ju- they were just disgusting. I can try to think of what other supplements I've taken that are just absolute shit. Do you know what's cat Fat too? burners are shit too. That's the best way I was gonna say. And do you know what? If you go and buy a fat burner in 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 a shop, and I'll always say, do you know, if it's like your fat burners, they don't work. If they're illegal, they work. But the thing is, I've heard of some like people now that are going into a, a supplement shop. I'm going, yeah, can I get fat burners? And they're going like, right, well, what do you want? And they'll go, they'll go. There's all these ones, or there's these ones, and they'll take a fucking clan or T3, something completely illegal, and fucking sell it over the counter like it's a normal. Do you know what I get to be fine? Fuck. I don't know those places still I, doing that. There is places still doing that because I recently had one or two people say that to me, being like, got the like got these fat like you put up this the fat burners don't work over the counter unless they're illegal. I got this from such and such. And I'm going, 
mate, that's fucking illegal. That's T3, you fucking balloon. Uh, and right. they're going, he told me it would work. And I goes, yes, of course it'll work. But you're also going to jitter like a fucking rabbit. Pro, shot pro hormone as well. Remember pro yeah, hormones like, used, so to, be, used to be on the shelf. <laughs> oh, fucking metal. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, like I think especially with stuff like that, like everybody's got their own motive. Like they're they're trying to help themselves. Like and I'm not saying yeah. every company's like there is company companies that put people first, and I do believe that. But you need to remember the bigger companies, like they're the pe- there's not one person running them anymore. Like it, yeah. it's 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 just a group of people focusing on profit. Like that's really what it is. So it's a case of if if it sells, it's getting fucking shoved down your throat. So I just think as well, like. There's this real like to me, oh, you're trying to keep like somebody wrote to me the week when I go supplements, what do you need? And I goes, like, you don't need all that I have. And I put up a picture and he goes, Why are you taking all this? And I'm supposed to only take five vitamins. And I goes, Because these are all like things that just don't really need added. I've only added them last year. And yes, they've made a small difference, but we're talking here one or two percent. Like the money value of it isn't worth the normal person. So it's just one of these things where like people aren't trying to hide the best supplements from you. Most people are trying to actually save you money and maybe shoving supplements down your throat. Usually it isn't a smart move. Unless you have a nutrition hierarchy, you have calories and macros covered, micros covered, meal timing covered. Yeah. Then then you worry about supplements after weigh and creatine. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Oh, not wise, mate. Apos, I don't know how we what's the aphidron? To subs. Remember aphidron? Yeah, there was Aphidron, caffeine, and aspirin. ECA. ECA, yeah, sweet. So Used to order the African from the Canada because it's legal. Kaizen, Kaizen African from Canada. Yeah, and then and use them, and these would turn into like a fat burner. So probably be like clan. So you could make an illegal fat burner by mixing a lump of these things together. African caffeine and tablets and aspirin. In other words, you're just getting off your fucking off your nut. Caffeine. Fucking mad, mad. Yeah. So the thing is, but it would shred you up. But the problem is. Like you're a jittery. You're somebody, a jittery fool. Like I had somebody sign on with me a couple of months back, and uh, <laughs> in the form they put that they were taking this, and I just messaged him and goes, "Who the fuck's giving you this?" Like, and they goes, "My friends told me to take it because he's taking it." And I was like, "Your friends are fucking wing nut." Uh, I was like, "There's no need for you to be on this." Like, and I was like, "Get that, get rid of that immediately." Like, this is just nuts. Like, you're gonna, dr- you, like, don't get me wrong. Not everybody will drop. Like, yes, you'll burn fat, but you can put on weight quite quickly after, it and then because you're because you're stopping it, and then on top of that, but you're also going through fucking deodorant like a skunk. You're sweating like a pig. Just fucking non-stop sweating like a pig. Take this. It's the same thing as well. There's people that take caffeine. See if you've ever taken drugs. Yeah. And then you stop taking drugs. If you ever take caffeine, it's a very low, low high. Like I know people that take uh, can't take coffee after they're taking drugs for a long time because it almost like lifts them up and they feel anxiety and they feel stress and all. Do you know, like they were on it? Yeah. Authors' body states like drugs are made to change your your hormonal and mental state. Like so, the thing is, you need to remember that when you take something like that, everybody reacts slightly differently. It's like me, you, and Bob could all take ecstasy tablets. You and Bob could be fine. I could fucking have a fucking shit fit. And do you know what I mean? Bob, some boy. Bob's the fucking boy. Uh, well, I think how long is that, Mickey? Because the sun seems to be calling me here. I'm not gonna lie. Fifty-eight minutes, guys. Up here. Thanks for sticking by us. I know last week's was a tough episode for you to get through. I'd like to apologize to all our female. I would like to apologize to our female listeners for Tony's comments about when you take the pill for too long. I'd just like to put that out there. Um, Yeah, well, fair enough. uh, Just just talking generally. They no, they all loved it. They all laughed their heads off. Um, Right. Well, that's alright. And it's a local company to. Support who we are move. It's getting cold. Their jumpers are thick. Go get some. <laughs> Go get some. They're class quality too. Shout out to One them. Lad. Shout out to them. I must actually place an order soon. I'm due due some new jumpers. Uh, is there anything else, Tony? Do you want to add anything? Thanks. Uh, we got a new review. Well, no, they've got a new rating, not a review. Last uh, week, because I asked for it, you, you definitely enjoyed that at the end. I knew you'd love that. All right. Enjoyed it, Tony. Enjoyed the part. It was good. You know, you did well. You did struggle now. You, the, there was a few moments, but we'll say nothing. It's hard to talk See, to yourself. You're to yourself. It's hard. Yeah, you're not used to it. Uh, no, it's very, it is very hard, but no, it was good. I think, when you, if, I think if you're doing that week on week, you would just end up more of a flow. Whereas 
I almost need, I used to be sheet to like have a different topic here and there, whereas I almost feel like I would just want to write it in a whiteboard and just go through them and rant. Whereas, because I was like, I was sort of like, mm, do I, do I not? Should I bring this up? Joe, you know, I didn't script anything. I literally just jotted down like five things of these people and just yeah. did, right, let's roll. When so, you're when you're talking yeah, to yourself, you realize how fast you actually talk. So you're like, this should be about an hour. And then you're looking and you're 17 minutes in. You're like, yeah, fucking hell. Because mine was like 30 minutes. Yeah, just a bit over that, I. Yeah, Good. see, it felt ages. Right, well, that's <laughs> long enough for them. They'll be bored off your tits. You're probably all asleep anyway. Right. Um, keep playing the song. See your face. Spotify, Apple Music. Adios. Keep buying the coffee. Either way, coffee.co. Keep giving Tony shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. TikTok. That's all. The only three things I asked you this year, my Christmas present, is play my song, buy my coffee, and give Tony shit on TikTok. I don't ask for oh, much. Ho, ho, ho. ho, ho. Christmas specials coming. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right. oh, See you later. Fuck.